Hi guys, welcome to the High Performance PT Academy podcast. I am your host, Tony Pang, and today, guys, we have an absolutely fantastic guest on board. It is one of my long-term clients who was able to take herself from CrossFit champion to bikini champion in multiple different categories, Scottish, European, and even qualify for a world uh, stage in almost, what, 12 to 24 months. And this journey has been sensational. We're going to take a wee delve into Taylor Hunter's journey because it's been an absolute... um, It's been a godsend to watch her grow as a client into an athlete, into a coach. And I think that you guys are going to take a lot of inspiration and a lot of motivation from where she's been and how far she has come. Taylor, how are we? Oh, wow, what an intro. No, you've you've accomplished so much in such a a very little amount of time, I feel as though. Um, The industry is ever-changing. There's a lot going on. And I think that you've definitely pushed that mentality that you've had for competing has just stood you in good stead from everything you've been able to do. So let's take it back to the start. So where did it all start for you? So obviously back in the day, I done CrossFit before I met yourself and um, I kind of started struggled with sort of body dysmorphic issues beforehand and then I, I kind of channeled that into more of a performance sort of sport and to really kind of control my own anxieties and then once I kind of built a good foundation of, of training with CrossFit, won my first CrossFit competition, kind of needed that new challenge and I developed more of a healthier relationship with my own body and then obviously I reached out to you um, yeah. in 2018 to do a photo shoot, 20 week prep for that. And then it just snowballed. I became addicted to the life. So from there, um, 20 week prep for a photo shoot, a photo shoot done. Then we went straight into a prep for a, for a show. So what made you go from, you've done CrossFit. Yeah. You're looking for a new challenge. The challenges went from performance to aesthetic. Yep. And we pushed for a photo shoot and you got to the photo shoot and you just felt like, what, there's more? Yeah, there was more there. Like, I'm pretty much addicted to the grind. And I think everybody knows this, that I always want to push myself a little bit further. Um, So a photo shoot, I've always, I always have liked being a little bit different. And I always like to try and do things before anybody else. And I've always had that mentality of I can be a little bit different do something a little bit different and better myself in the process so the photo shoot was great I loved it but it wasn't enough for me I got that addiction to right okay I feel like I've got more in the tank I've got more left to give like let's do a show let's see what happens like my aim at that time was to be the best possible version of myself and find new capabilities within my body yeah so when we I was like we're gonna do a show and you were like okay let's go so I went to Australia for three weeks obviously had a little bit of a break after the photo shoot and then dove into a bikini prep but to be honest Tony I didn't have any sort of targets yeah targets expectations my my goal was to be the best version of myself and that was that like I still worked full-time I still just trained I was still a normal person but I just wanted to have this do this thing that nobody else had really ever done before and just try and open everybody's eyes to the fact that there's so much more just to, to eating and just to training. Like, if you have a goal alongside this, then you're eating and you're training 
will improve like massively so obviously then it snowballed of course um one show turned into six shows in the one year <laughs> um three golds two britishes two british places so um and then obviously the world invite that, that we got to do um i've done a lot like three preps for this because obviously covid kept getting cancelled back and forth and then unfortunately i didn't actually make it to the worlds because my body was just fried by diet and kind of too much and kind of back and forth but that was the the sort of snowball for me to then really understand my capabilities of pushing myself mm-hmm. and honestly i now have this mentality tony that i can do anything anything that you put your mind anything to. i can do anything that, like i have people might think that i'm a little bit crazy but i genuinely don't have any fear of anything and i think that that mindset or that mentality have you always been competitive you know, I don't, I haven't been really, no. I wasn't really that great at sports when I was younger. Okay. Like, I so don't, where do you think this came I from? I don't honestly know. Like, okay. I feel that, I, like, I found a love and a passion within sports and within training and just find, it's, it sounds cheesy, but it's like that that journey of self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, I had such a poor relationship with my body, such a poor relationship with food. Like, and I, and I've used this as a catalyst to control my own anxieties. Yep. And then now I get, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I can then snowball this into other people's lives. Never truly been that competitive, but I am now. Okay. I've got that wolf mentality, like if I'm going to go to a show, I'm going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we take from that on your own journey. And we always say that when a PT or a coach comes into the industry it's because of their own journey yep it's because of their own experience and they feel now as though they can pass on a lot of wisdom a lot of experience a lot of education from their own experience to help others achieve things that they didn't they didn't potentially think was possible yeah or believe was possible and now you believe that because you can do anything that with your guidance you can help anybody do anything yeah a hundred percent and i think as well like I didn't know that I had the capabilities within myself until I started with you. Like, you were that driving force and pushing me to be a better version of myself. Like, I have been able to take these snippets from you and be able to then implement that into other people's lives. But I don't think that you truly know your capabilities until somebody taps into your potential. Like, you've got this unknown potential. Everybody's got this unknown potential, but if you don't tap into it, you'll never find out. Like... I had barely just scratched the surface with training and nutrition before I met you. And then you obviously dug me a little bit deeper to actually understand like, whoa, no, like I'm capable of so much more, but it's having that driving force behind you, that support to be able to actually push you to to be a little bit better. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think because we recorded so much of your journey, there was, (laughs) there was so much crying. There was, (laughs) there was so much crying. There was, I'm too sore. I'm too hungry. I'm too tired for oh. any of this shit. It was, we had to go to a hip thruster. That's just a chore. I still Stare remember, like, I still remember that session we done. It was, we done superset for like a hip thruster and it was like that, like a, an abductor. And I just cried yeah. walking between sets and you're like, yeah. Taylor, I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. And, but, and, we, and it's just raw emotion. And it was like, I knew you weren't going to give up. Yeah. And it was just making sure that we could get to the end of yes, that that uh-huh. journey because mm-hmm. I knew you you didn't want to give up and you weren't. No. And no matter how hard the stairs were or the diet or 
whatever I knew we'd get to the end, but mentally that was that was testing times. Yeah, I mean, I think I started a diet in June of 2018 and I didn't officially stop dieting until the October of 2019. So I was dieting for a very, very long time. So, but do you know what? That Although that was such a long dieting phase, it, it started, it ingrained different habits in me that I will now have for the rest of my life. Like, I don't ever think about McDonald's. I don't ever think about cookies. I don't have food focus, all that stuff, because I went for such a long period of time of just complete discipline. Yeah. And because of that, like, I can realise now that I don't, I didn't need that, all that, sh- all that stuff back then. Yeah. So I don't need it now. And it's just giving your, yourself that opportunity to actually build up these healthy habits, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think from every prep I've ever done, I've always realised that after a prep, you want to eat, anything and everything because it's almost like I have missed this I've not had the chance I want to I want to eat all the things that I've missed and loved and you have it and you realize in every prep that that food will still be there year upon year upon month upon month and it doesn't need to be in the first week of you finishing dieting that you eat everything and anything that you've always wanted to kind of fill that void and I'm like you spent so much of your life time energy to physically and mentally get yourself in the best possible shape. Yeah. And it's almost like when you step on stage and it's over, you can feel a bit lost. A hundred percent. Oh, I would say that the post-show phase is harder than the prep itself because the, the prep, you are totally motivated by shreds and you see the end goal of this trophy. So you're willing to do anything and everything to, to get to where you need to be. Once that post-show once the show's over, you kind of hit the blues a little bit. Yeah. And then you feel a little bit lost. So it, it's so important to have, like, for example, Claire, who's my, my client right now, she's going through a post-show. Like, three check-ins a week minimum will keep your head in the game. We'll make sure that, that you're moving forward in the right direction. We'll set in training performance targets to make sure that we're then concentrating on training performance rather than aesthetics for the time being. Yeah. We'll make sure that you're, you're organising and, and planning an off-plan meals, but make sure that they are planned off-plan meals with the family. You're not sitting about the house just eating cookies and pizza. Yeah. If you get things like big boxes of cookies for like celebrations, put them in the bin. You don't <laughs> need to feel bad about putting them in the bin. Nobody's ever going to be angry at you for putting a big box of cookies in the bin. The cookies will always be there. And if you do want to have a cookie, have a cookie, but don't need the full box. Yeah. Yeah, and it's such a sensitive time because this is when body dysmorphic issues can kind of start to creep in yeah. if you're not careful with what you do because the body's so so sensitive. So just about that constant communication with your coach and that constant understanding that food will always be there and it doesn't have to be finished like right there and right then. So obviously that that reverse phase is so slow, calories up slowly, cardio down slowly. But when you get to the other side, it's so satisfying because it is so much harder than the actual prep yeah, itself. I would, ag- I would agree. The yeah. reverse and the post-show is harder. So if we take, we know where you were before. So what made you want to, did you want to become a PT? Did you want to become a coach? Like what made you want to pursue, leave your old job and take this love and this now passion that you had and make this into a career? So I've not particularly wanted to be a PT as such. I enjoyed being on the floor and actually teaching clients about their form and their technique and all that good stuff and, and really pushing for intensity purposes. But I enjoy training probably more of the advanced 
sort of client if that makes sense yep. because I'm not really there for teaching points I'm there to push them to yep. like to the breaking point if that makes yep. sense so it's not technique on a squat it's not technique no, on a no it's more you've probably went to the gym for years you've yep. got a good understanding but yep. let's tap into new levels 100% tap into that again that unknown of, the, of that client and that potential in regards to online coaching I'm going to be honest with you it was never obviously a goal of mine when I was like say five years ago because it wasn't really a big thing back then yeah um online coaching was probably you were the probably the first person that i knew about online coaching so you're obviously the, the real the real og um and then from there again obviously i was still working but there were so many people kept messaging me asking for coaching and i was thinking like i'll still work a full-time job like can i do this and you were like taylor yes you can and i'm like i don't think i can do this Tony. <laughs> i don't think i can do this and you were like no you can and i'm like mm, okay did my pt qualification all that good stuff and then um, it just snowballed, honestly. And I never, ever went from a situation where, right, the goal was for me to be an online coach. It just happened for me so fast. I think it was because of the amount of knowledge that I have and the amount of the, the content that I put out on social media for free anyway. I've done so much free things. Like, I helped so many clients for free and then it just snowballed from there. And then, again, addicted to winning, addicted to getting results. I'm like, cool. And then it just snowballed so, so quickly. But obviously, I was still working at the time. I was still in a full-time job. And you kept saying to me, you need to leave your job. Yep. And I'm like, I can't do it yep. because I don't have two pennies to rub together. I'm living in overdraft. <laughs> I'm, how am I going to pay my mortgage? And you were like, Taylor, you need to have that faith. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I was still working full time, 37 and a half hours a week, yeah. rolling with 40 online clients, still was too scared to leave my job. Yeah. Um, finally got out my overdraft and out my debt. And then I was like, do you know what? It's never, never, lockdown hit. And then we just went for it and then rolled into like 80 clients within like the first few months when I was like, whoa, <laughs> overwhelmed. Um, so now obviously going forward, I'm in a situation where my systems are all perf like perfect. Yeah. And we just keep continuing to grow. So, and now I understand like why you love this job so much. Yeah. It's, to me, success is not by the amount of money that you make. It's yep. not about how many clients that you have. It's about the value that you get from your job. Yep. And yep. it's it's the fact that, and it sounds cliche again, but the fact that I change lives every single day and tap into all this unknown potential, I treat every single person's journey like it was my own. Yep. And that's why I do think that I get so many good results because I'm so invested. So it's just pure happiness and pride with the whole team that I've got. And it's just like, I'm not going to lie, I don't really take a day off. Like, I don't take a day off. I work so, so much. But it's so worth it, Tony. Yeah. And I think that that's the main point I took away from there, which is key, is when I ask a lot of people or a lot of PTs the question as to why do you want to become a PT or an online coach, the PT is like, well, I love, I love training people, I love training, and I love helping people. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Why do you want to become an online coach? Because I can take on more clients and I can make more money. And and there's a there's a bit of a lost disconnect where yep. the one thing that you said there was results. It was changing lives. Yeah. It was having an impact. It was bringing value. Yeah. And I think that's lost in all of this. Where when you're not chasing 
or having this job or career, whether it's online coaching or personal training, where it's all about the impact. Yep. And it's all about the results. Yep. Is that's where you start to lose the value. A hundred percent. You're chasing numbers. You're working with clients that aren't your demographic. Yep. You're working with anybody and everybody. Yep. And that's when you fall out of love with the industry because you're yep. like, I'm helping... Like, yeah, I could help a mum with menopause lose free stone, but is that really what lights my fire in the belly to get me up in the morning to really want to do what I do? Yeah. No. No, I think that you need to find that demographic and you need to stick with it and work with it. And, like, you're only going to be as good as the clients that, that do challenge you as well. Like, if I want to... If somebody said to me, I want to step on stage, like for example, Claire, I'd never done a prep before, but I, I know I've got the tools to, to get somebody in, into shape for a prep. So, because that's my demographic, that's what I've studied for years. If somebody with a 60-year-old came to me and they had hip issues or this and that, the next thing, I wouldn't take them on. It's not my it's not my expertise. Yep. And I would not get joy and, and fulfilment out of their journey by me not being able to give them the complete value of a service, whereas some, I would say, you need to go to somebody else who's more, like, has, has that expertise. Yeah. Yep. But I think that, I think in online coaching, it comes down to, you either need to practice what you preach, or you yep. need to be absolutely in love with this game. I'm both, I think. I, practice I, think I was just about to say, you kind of need to be, for me, you kind of need to be both. I feel like if you love this, and you love the game, and you love everything about this, yeah. But you don't train. Yep. And you don't eat and you don't practice what you preach. For me, it's like if a PT or a coach says, I'll help you get on stage, I would love to be at least have the confidence. Have you done this before? Yep. Have you at least experienced this before? Because if you've never experienced this before, it's a completely different ball game. The emotions and the discipline and what it takes to step on stage is so different it's so different from even so i take on three clients three types of clients a lifestyle client a photo shoot client or a a bodybuilding prep client and i will treat every single journey completely different you cannot treat a lifestyle client the same as you would treat a bodybuilding prep client it's completely different however i would like to say that the lifestyle clients i work with are more elite they are a little bit more disciplined and they are a little bit more motivated for the elite result yeah i don't want to work with those that just want to do the bare minimum yeah like again what i'm saying is i like to tap into the, the, the potential, the, their unknown potential, and I cannot tap into someone's unknown potential when they're not even willing to step out of their comfort zone. Yeah. So it's about finding that little spark in them and really, really digging deep and pushing them super, super hard to get these elite results. Yeah. And that's what sets my soul on fire. Like, I know... I would never let myself settle for average, so I will never let my clients settle for average either. And it's just about having that wolf mentality with every single one of your clients. Like, your journey is my journey. Yeah. And we work on this together. But and also another thing in regards to sort of online coaching is this whole communication thing. Like, we are online, online. We need to be there for our clients in communication. We now live in this society post-lockdown that nobody wants to communicate. <laughs> like, you will see somebody... You'll see somebody phone your phone and you don't know the number. So you wait till it does, so you wait till it stops ringing. You Google the number, 
to realise who it was. We're in this situation where we don't want to talk to randoms and people and strangers. Like, yeah. as an online coach, you have to have these communication skills. You, you can't be scared to talk to people. Yeah. You will also have about a thousand different personalities because your personality needs to match the client's personality. Yeah. And you need to understand what makes clients tick and what you need to understand their personality. Some clients that they check in with me every day because they've got a prep or whatever. And you, you really start to understand that person. But how are you going to be an online coach and a successful one if you don't even know what makes your clients tick? If you don't know your, your clients partners names, what, where they're going on holiday, their kids names, where they live, yeah. their hobbies, this what, is what makes a good online coach is actually being invested into the client itself, not just the process of getting from A to B. Yep, because you'll have clients that need tough love. Yep. You need to tell them raw and straight what they need to hear because yep. that is what they need. There is clients that you will do that with them and it will send them the opposite direction. Yes. So I think what I wanted to take that through was what do you feel makes a good or great online coach? In my opinion... Um, a good online coach is one who is continuously investing in their systems and into their clients. So investing, like, for example, continuous networking. I would say from the day dot, I have just networked with as many coaches, as many educators as I possibly can in order for me to expand my horizons and my fields and then like kind of implement that down into my clients. So, of course, your, your education is, first of all, the, the bread and butter of your yep. business but it's also super super important i kind of forgot the question so what makes a what makes a great online course oh, okay, so I, I think the education i feel yeah. as though a lot of pts and a lot of coaches lacking confidence due yeah. to lack of experience and mm -hmm. lack of education so it's mm -hmm. like I'm not 100% clued up on the nutrition yep. or I'm not 100% clued up on the training. Yep. So they will do as much as they know, but never really invest to learn more yeah, or so, do more. So I think 110% that education in regards to invest in yourself, to invest into your clients. But I also think that you have to add real proper value to your clients as well. So give them the proper systems give them the, the don't just give them a training plan, don't just give them a diet plan and send them on their way. You have to give them the proper true metrics in regards to how you're actually going to calculate their journey like their check-ins it's not just a simple hi how are you here's the way and had a good day blah blah so <laughs> when for example yeah. when, I, when a client checks in with me i'll spend so much time i will ask them about 20 questions in regards to what's happened with their week their metrics like their, their glucose level their rest and heart rate their digestion their sleep everything and you need to correlate this picture and then actually understand how the client's week has been so you can then really make good decisions going forward so like, it's about finding the wee small details that no other coaches might, your, your box standard coach might not ask because they're not understanding why they're asking for a, a rest and heart rate. But I know why I'm understanding why, I know why yeah. I understand why I'm asking for that. Like, you need to you need to kind of think out the box and be able to add a little bit more content and a little bit more value to your clients and have a hub as such. So now we've got our own app, which is awesome. So we do our training on the app. We've got our... So it's Transform Coaching App. Um, we've got our training, our, our diet, our supplements, everything, check-ins, all on the app. And it adds so much more value to the client because rather than them going back and forth between Google Sheets and then WhatsApp and then um, sending me things through, like pictures or whatever, and emails, do you know what yep. I mean? everything's all so cohesive now and it gives that a little bit more value. Yep. And 
And again, that comes back to me investing into my own business so then I can invest into my clients. I'm not going to lie to you, Tony. See the amount of money that I spend in my business? It's mental. Yeah. Because I just want to have... You want it to be better. Yeah, I want to have you the want, best You want the service. service. Yeah, 100%. The best service. And that's what makes a, a coach that just that is educated, that actually cares about giving value, and that they will just communicate so, so well. Like, as long as you know your stuff, you can't go wrong. Yeah. As long as you're communicating super well with that client. So, obviously... One of the main points there was the communication side of it, the feedback, actually understanding that you're not going to be by your client's side 24-7. Yeah. So you need to get that that bird's eye view on how their week, how their day, how where are they at in that moment yeah. to really gauge as to what do they need from you. Yeah. What do they need from you so that you can move the needle forward? Yeah, 100%. And I always still say to my clients as well, like, although your check-in day is a Monday morning, you can message me anytime that you want. This is my job. Like I am, my presence is online. So if I am online, I will message you back. Like I have like a response rate. Like I'll always reply to messages between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Yep. Um, usually I end up replying later because I just don't switch off. Okay. But um, you have to have that constant communication. Like they need to know that, that you'll still be there for them. Like although they don't have to be spoon fed, all the time like if they're having a wobble moment they need to know you've still got that backup yeah and they've got somebody to support them and it's not always just about sometimes clients will check in and they'll tell me their life stories about yep. what's happened with their partners that week or the kids or the school and i think me bits like that are it just shows you the level of trust that they have with you like yep. you're probably the only person that they have in your in their life that they can just trust with everything up. everything like I have, like, I know so, probably a little bit too much about some of my clients, yeah. but the fact that they trust me on that level, that's, I'm so proud to have that, that relationship with them. Like, I would never be able to be, like, for example, my Tom co my coach, Tom Hames, I could tell him anything as well. Mm -hmm. And the same with your clients, he could probably tell you anything. And you know that it's just a confidential and listening ear because it builds the bigger picture in regards to why are they progressing this week or why were they not? Like, if somebody's too scared to tell you what's happening in their personal life... There's a breakdown of communication. 100%. And there's not that trust there. And that's so, so important in online coaching because we're not there by their sides every two minutes and yep. we're not checking up on them all the time. So we have to have that sort of communication. And if there's that no communication, there's no trust, and then there's never go they're never going to get to where they want to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I feel like if the coach-client relationship isn't there, yeah. that openness, that transparency... You're you're gonna you're not gonna get the full potential. You're not gonna see the full journey through as to where you could be because there is gonna be things holding you back. A hundred percent. And when you they tell you a little bit more about their personal life, you obviously start to find out a little bit more about them as a person, what makes them tick. You find a little bit more potential in them as well. And I think that's so imperative to move forward with them and to actually help them understand that you're not always going to be in this crazy situation you might have had a bad week and that's okay but we can move forward and we can make sure that we put different things in place to implement so we can still move forward in the right direction so yeah it's just it's so so important to have that communication that trust and there's literally no barriers like i'll we always laugh like mean like the whole group because they literally tell me everything like probably too much information sometimes yeah but i know everything about them so yeah um it's having that friendship and and i would probably class all my clients as friends and i know it's on a professional level 
they uh, the amount of care that I have for them, they are all like really good friends of mine. So, um, but yes, yeah, about having that love and that passion in your job. So I think for obviously other PTs and and other coaches and everyone thinking that online coaching is a kind of substandard service from PT, where do you kind of see that kind of? Um, why do you feel like there is that kind of disconnect? I don't know why people think that it's a substandard service because I have I would never be where I I wouldn't I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right now if I'd only been PT'd. Okay. I would the reason that I'm sat in this chair is because I started the journey with you on online coaching. Like a PT session is great for the hour that you're there and that you no. can get to train hard, which is cool. But online coaching it is from the minute that you wake up to the minute you go to sleep, your whole day revolves around that online coaching. So you're learning so much more in the process. So you're learning about diet and you're learning about obviously the nutrition, supplementation, training, training plans, training intensity, digestion, everything that you wouldn't probably talk about in a PT session. Mm -hmm. You're finding that out and your normal day-to-day -day life anyway. So it's a process of sort of education. Again, I go back to that education thing about constantly trying to better yourself online coaching is far superior i would say superior because let's let, let, let's be honest right for any for most pts you would classify the, the 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 superior service of i see a client five days a week yeah because if i see a client five days a week if they don't get a result there there is something seriously wrong going on there and for me, that's five hours a week. With online coaching, you could potentially be by your client side 30, 40 100%. hours a week. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, that constant communication, the openness, transparency. Yeah. Your your full-time job is to be there when they need it. Not just in that hour, Monday, 5 p.m., yep. whatever it is. Yep. It's there when they need it. Yeah. So I feel like there's 10 times more value in that. There's so much more value in online coaching and you actually probably get far more um, bang for your buck. Is that, yep. um, is that the right saying? Bang yep. for your buck. Um, in regards to sort of PT sessions, yeah, they're great for... They can only take you so far, in my opinion. Like, yeah, PT sessions are so, so great in the beginning, like, because you need to learn how to train, which is awesome. Okay, we all have to learn how to train somewhere or another. But then once you learn that level of I know how to train, then you push that further into a PT session of you're not learning about form now. Now you're learning about training intensity. Yep. What happens when you learn that training intensity? Do you need to have that, that PT with you every single session? Realistically, regardless if you're an online client or you're a, a PT client, you should still be progressing every single yeah. session. So if you've been still been with the same PT for two years and you're still doing the same movements at the same weights, sorry, but you're getting absolutely ripped off and you need to up your game or they need to up their game. Yeah. So going to that, so for example, although I'm not with my clients doing a PT session, they need to log their training in the app that I've got. I look at their training and I will go through it with a fine tooth comb and I'll be like, Craig, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. and he'll tell me this and that the next thing and I'm like right okay cool and I'll say to somebody else right why are you only lifting that we need to put these targets in place so with my clients we put targets in place every month in regards to what I expect them to be progression wise yes yeah, so yep. we have that again that progress progressively overloading with every single session so although I'm not actually in the session like 
physically and with this in their in their heads because yeah. they know that right i've got these numbers to hit i can't let her down she's going to go on at me if i'm not hitting these numbers and then outside that pt session you've got me controlling your diet plan you've got me controlling your supplementation your check-ins everything else in between your step count your cardio so online coaching is just not just that single one check-in a week it is multiple messages throughout the day multiple messages throughout the week i don't think that i've honestly had a day off since christmas day and it's now what is it may now june june it's june i've yep. had a day off since christmas day yep. and that is the difference between going doing a pt session leaving your client going home putting your jammies on going to your bed and switching off yep. between actually being an online coach and just being there all the time yeah so yeah yeah <laughs> thanks for coming to my TED talk so obviously for 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 anyone out there who wants to become an online coach What's your, what's your kind of feedback or advice to them? So you probably need to, to run in with blind faith. Um, did I think that I was going to be as successful as what I was? No, but I just roll, ran with it, rolled with my gut and just knew that I had that goal in place. So the only way that I got to where I wanted to be was educating myself you need yep. to be educated you cannot just know the basics of nutrition you cannot know, just know the basic fundamentals of supplementation you need to be ad, like advanced in your training and training intensity and be able to practice what you preach this whole package you're a walking you, you're, you're a walking what's the word Bellboard. representation yep. of your own company and your brand and then so that People need to invest into you as a coach and buy into you as a coach. If you're, if you're a coach, but you're only a coach five days of the week, you're out Saturday, Sunday, out in the booze all weekend. Who wants to work with somebody like that who's yeah. on and off, on and off, on and off? Yeah, go and have a booze if you want, but you don't have to put it all over social media. Um, but you have to practice what you preach. And um, again, networking, education will only come so far from books, but you will educate yourself far further in regards to actually networking with other coaches, going on courses online and going to seminars and asking questions. Don't be scared to reach out to people and ask for help. Like now, for example, I'm in a situation where I'm now taking on a new coach to work with me. And I would never have been able to do that if I didn't reach out and ask, what is the process of me being able to take on board a coach with me I'm now rebranding as well and I had to reach out and ask for help in that for rebranding so it's okay to ask for help yeah but you you need to have the have it in your head that you're going to continuously progress in your own journey so you can progress in your clients journeys as well if that makes sense yeah. so so investing in yourself investing in your education investing yeah. in your business yeah is ultimately if you're not willing to put money into you yeah is how do you expect the business that you have to really grow and succeed a hundred percent yeah and the money that you spend on your clients will last you far longer than the money that you spend in a fancy handbag yeah hundred percent there'll always be time for that but i guarantee that those those monetary values they get boring very quickly yeah. and that client fulfillment of helping somebody achieve something they didn't believe was possible will definitely last you forever hundred percent so guys hopefully there was a lot of golden mean nuggets and takeaways you could get from taylor's journey from literally just somebody who enjoyed training took that competitive edge um from crossfit <laughs> into doing a photo shoot, into winning six shows in her first attempt, uh, European, world invites, like you name it, and all within a kind of 12 to 24 month period. And then just taking that plunge from leaving her job, 
taking online coaching full time uh, and really growing the business and the brand to the level that it is at now. And for me, I've seen this now with so many PTs and coaches. I believe that if you have the passion, if you have the drive, if you want to educate, learn and invest in yourself, then these same these same successes that we see over and over and time again, like anybody can do this. But like Taylor said, I think that's one of the biggest things. You need to work at it. It's not a part-time job. It's not a hobby. You need to invest in your clients and their results. And that is first and foremost what the number one priority should be. So guys, for anybody that, that wants to try and find Taylor, where would they find you, Taylor? So you can find me on Instagram, just Taylor, T-A-Y-L-A, Hunter underscore. I don't really use Facebook, to be honest. I think I'm a bit of an oldie now. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to hit me up, ask any questions, send me a message and I will always, always get back to you. Awesome, guys. So hopefully that you took some value away from the podcast. Again, if you know any coaches or PTs, that would love to listen to Taylor's journey and her story. Please share, like, and subscribe. And I look forward to chatting to you on the next podcast.